Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Week three is among us, and all good things come in threes, as the guys bring on returning guest Christian Gonzalez for some additional content for Sunday's action. So sit back, raise the stakes, and enjoy the show. JMU is officially in the Sun Belt. Here we are, Jalen, back on a very special Thursday night. We have Christian back with us for the first time since the draft. Yes, sir. Tonight, we got a lot going on, and I'm pretty concerned about how good this Browns offense is going to be once they get that rapist back. Well, <laughs> coming out swinging today, Colby. Oh, right into it. <laughs> Just coming out swinging. Because uh, said is uh. Ah, that's what I want to say. How are y'all doing before we get into that? <laughs> well, I'm doing pretty good, Colby. I guess I'm doing better than you. Um, like this is dry right now. I don't understand. Uh, you guys are you guys are putting up a good fight. They just doing to kick. I just keep your hopes up. No, I'm, I'm behind- like saying for this game. I'm just saying because like this Browns offense with Jacoby Brissett has done far better against the Steelers defense than. Joe Burrow and Mac Jones did, and they have Jacoby Brissett, and they're still moving the ball. So, like, when they have an actual quarterback, because their roster, their offensive roster is just incredible, kind of. I, you also forget you have T.J. Watt missing right now, who's a huge presence. I don't think Mitch is going to lose his job, though. I think that's going to be wrong, because this is the best he's played. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure about y'all, but, like, the something I learned today uh, was kind of, like, Wow, was that having a consensual relationship? Uh, it warrants more of a bigger suspension than being a rapist. Oh, yeah. Yes, back on yeah, Colby, a little NBA talk for you there. How are your thoughts on the Celtics situation, bro? Woj was hyping that up like <laughs> Woj's tweets like before. You thought Ime Deca like killed a man and like buried him under the arena. I, I, I was there with a staff member. Like, yes, that's obviously bad, but like. Deshaun Watson has spent 11 games. Like, people have got to spend far less time for far worse things. <laughs> I woke up and I thought something huge happened. And I wake up to Udoka's getting suspended a whole season for having a consensual relationship. That's <laughs> just, oh, yeah. oh man, it's, it's so, it's very, what? It's just, especially since the decision is coming all straight out of Boston, too. I'll it's like, I mean, yeah, that's all. That's the boss decision. They said it's a violation of their team rules that were probably written in the 1960s and like haven't been changed since. Then. I thought, I when I first saw it, I thought he honestly like got like Brad Stevens' wife or something at that point. If you <laughs> that would be crazy, if it was Brad Stevens' wife, that would have made it, uh, that would have added to it for sure. But still, not here. <laughs> oh, Colby, bitch. Oh, oh mid touchdown. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize. I think I'm ahead of y'all. Yeah, no, we're on. No, yeah, I'm using legal. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You're not catching me. Pay Amazon Prime Video. What was the uh, What was the over, no. in the, Christian? Uh, the, over today was. I remember it was at 36 and a half. This morning oh. it was 39 and a half. Dropped three points the entire time I was working. By the time I got off. 36 and a half. So they dropped three points from the morning up, but it looks like at this rate. I was gonna say, yeah, it's probably gonna hit. It might it might get there. 
dude, Mitch Trubisky, man, he's going to carry the Steelers to the playoffs, Colby. How do you feel? No, he's not. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) The only way the Steelers will realistically make the playoffs is they put Kenny Pickett in and he, like, pops and he's, like, legit and really good. If not, like, Mitch, this team is good, but they have some flaws on the O-line. Even though the O-line has – started to look better like it looked better in week two than week one and it looks better tonight than it did last week so that gives me makes me feel slightly better and like i told you before Jalen, like the more i like watch the steelers like at first i was like this line is just disaster but a lot of it was and he's playing better tonight but a lot of it has been on mitch like the, the plays are there and he just like misses the throws like way too often yeah or that's Something that I've been seeing on on uh, some takes all across the media is uh, it's also probably your OC's fault as well, Canada. You're oh, probably yeah. going to start putting some blame on him as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's opened it up tonight. So far, it's opened it up. You guys are winning. 14-13 on my stream, at least. He's so. opened up, but, uh, Todd Haley went on the Pat McAfee show um, today. I mean, it was there today or yesterday, but I saw a clip of it. But he was like, Basically, like you could break all the records as a Steelers coordinator, and you still get through the mud if you go back. <laughs> yeah, for real. Todd Haley was a he was a lovable pick to figure, right? In Pittsburgh, everyone loved Todd Haley. But he was kind of a, it. Kind of went bad at the end. He was kind of <laughs> but, like I was not mad to see him go at the time, but like looking back on it now, like yeah, he's been way better than all the dudes they've had since him. So, <laughs> which is crazy to think about because at the time, I don't think that would have been said. <laughs> Fittner, the last one was horrible. He was honestly just as bad, if not worse, as Canada, the current guy. But Canada also is terrible. It's been better tonight, but like, I don't know. It's awful. <laughs> That's just and awful. North, uh, how confident are you feeling that the Ravens are going to win it, Christian? Very confident. I mean, feeling, facing adversity um, early in the season, honestly, like, I wasn't mad. Like, I wasn't mad last weekend. Like, I, I was like, oh, damn, like, that was a tough loss. I couldn't tell if that's just a side effect from last season of all these goddamn heartbreakers, um, as well as injury bugs used to it, or if it was based on Lamar's performance. I was really, really happy with it. The really how the offense turned around. Bateman is out there being wide receiver one, unlike Droppy Wood. <laughs> He would have dropped so many of those passes, but no, we got an actual wide receiver one now. Um, but my message is to all those Ravens fans that are jumping off ship, overreacting after one week. It is week two. It is week two. If you're not facing adversity at some point in the season, you're not going to succeed. And that is what I'm worried about the Buffalo Bills, if you want me to be completely honest. I feel like the Buffalo Bills might have peaked too early. That is my take. I think they might have taken. I love the Bills. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the Bills, but it just seems too good to be true right now. It does, but, like, at the same time, I just, like, look at their roster, and it's just, like, incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah, they have, like, seven, eight, like, pass rushers that can play D-line. Like, they can just rotate guys in. They're, like, aren't even starters that are good pass rushers. Like, their depth is crazy. They're just, like, bodied every draft. They're dominating. Uh, their line against Miami this weekend is at minus five and a half. Oh, I love the Bills in that game. All right, there we go. Let's start with that. Coming off that, coming off that last one. So, Colby, you're taking the Bills plus five, minus five and a half? 
I don't know if it's one of my locks, but that's what I like. All right, all right. All right, I, we'll go through the games here. Y'all. No, this one, we'll start with this one right here since we're already talking about it um, while, you, if, while you pull up yours. Um, I'm going to take Miami. I was going to say this. I was almost going to say the same thing as Christian was going to say. He took the words almost right out of my mouth. I think this will be a great test for them. I think uh, Miami will keep it close. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say Miami with the cover. That's what I like. Miami with the cover. Cause it is in uh, hard rock. It's not Miami. Yeah. Um, I just um, think Josh Allen's never lost to them ever. So like, why would he start now? Yeah. This is uh, um, uh, the goat McDaniels. Last I checked, he just took down two Super Bowl head coaches. Last I checked, back to back, back to back. He did. Like, like I, I give credit to the Dolphins. They yeah, played. They, they played excellent. Like, I, that's why I, it's the Bills now. That's why I think I'm not too mad because, like, they played an excellent game. Like, they played a mastermind second half. Like, I, I can't fault them for that. Like, they came out good, and it's also good as a new like refresher that like it's it's the Miami Dolphins are actually doing good. Like, they're not being a laughable like piece of shit like they've been to these what past <laughs> several years since like the goat Chad Henney left like the goat Chad Henney I don't know if that was the problem come on Tannehill got them there he was hurt but he got them there and then some play a backup played the playoffs was it Floyd or something like that <laughs> no that that we'll say we'll save Tannehill's talk that's later I mean, I feel like we're all going to agree on Tannehill at this point. I know me and Jalen already agree on Tannehill, so. Uh, oh, you, you my, my opinions on the, that whole team is a very, very opinionated. Uh, all but right. I have, I'll, I'll take the Bills minus five and a half. Well, I think they'll still ride the hot streak um, because their schedule right now, the Bills, Dolphins this week. But then they have Baltimore next week. They go to Baltimore. So that's going to be another big test after that. Um, but then they go Steelers and Chiefs, Packers. That's a brutal schedule. That's a brutal schedule. Yeah. Brutal schedule. So. Um, now they're going to roll through the Steelers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to roll. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh, the Steelers are going oh. to Buffalo. So, yeah. They're going to get rolled over. No TJ Watt. They're going to get rolled over. No, they will cover the spread and lose, but they won't get rolled over. TJ Watt was actually in warm-ups today. Dude, he's a freak. They're going to give him, like, (laughs) technology. Dude, it's the Steel City. Just give him some steel. I did think think of TJ Watt getting a robotic arm just to keep playing football. I can see it. He would kill Um, him, probably. All right, Colby, what's your next game up on that list? All right, don't go back to the top. I got it now. So this one is gross, but also interesting. Oh, God. I love the Texans plus two and a half at the Bears. Let's be honest about the Bears here. That first game was a monsoon. I like Justin Fields. I do. I'm rooting for Justin Fields. I really am. But I do not believe in really anyone else on that offense. David Montgomery, Iowa State, Darnell Mooney, pretty good. But, like, the line is terrible. None of the other weapons are good. Cole Komet, I drafted him in fantasy. He sucks. He's terrible. Meanwhile, the Texans, oh, the oh one and and we probably talk more about the Texans than anyone else because me too much probably. We just like Davis Mills, but say what you will, they may be oh one and one, but the Texans are two and zero against the spread. Let that be shown. Undefeated against the spread so far. You think the Bears are gonna are gonna cover? You give me any team against the Bears and I'm getting points. The Texans are scrappy, and on top of that, Christian, the most important part of all, Lovey Smith revenge game. Yes. Damn, damn, you went in on that take, Colby. <laughs> I, 
I don't really have much to defend mine with. Uh, I was going to say Bears, to be honest. Um, like I said, at the beginning of the season, I think Justin Fields is going to win a crazy. Their Bills, Bears going to win any game skin because of Justin Fields. And uh, this is one of those games I feel like Justin Fields just has to go over the top, especially last season at Soldier Field. It's already gross as it is because the monsoon came through. And everything, we're going to go ahead. I, I'm going to stick by my guns. I think Justin Fields will cover it and everything. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go Texans. Uh, give me long neck Davis uh, with the cover over there. Um, the Bears have, in total of passing yards, I believe 188 uh, out of the two games. <laughs> so I'm going to be taking long neck Davis, and as well as Houston is 4-1 against the spread in the last five games against Chicago. Um, and as well as that they're 5-1 against the spread in their last six games in total. So give me, feed me the Texans. Yes, sir. I love Justin Fields a lot more as a talent, as a prospect, obviously. But, like, for being honest, Davis Mills has been a far better quarterback to this point in their careers, if you look at the numbers. And I feel like he just doesn't get talked about. <laughs> like, he does a solid just, job. Just as bad a situation as all the other ones, too. <laughs> all right. Now, this is what we call the uh, loser leaves town. That's trademarks. But, like, a uh, this is <laughs> on the line. Whoever loses this game – it's done. You're not making the playoffs. Your dreams are crushed in the AFC. 0-2 Raiders at the Titans, plus 2.5. I go either way on this one. I lean the Titans, but I don't feel too strongly about this one. That's a tough one for me. All right. Um, if you're leaning Titans, so am I. Because uh, Only because of Rabel. I hate Josh McDaniel so much. I have no trust in him. He can't. For some reason, they're not getting the ball enough to their weapons. And they can't close a game. If you can't close it, both these teams actually can't close the game for a life of them. So if it's going to come down to fat, fat Randy or that German guy, Daniel Carlson, I don't think he's actually German. He just looks like one of the, like the ideal soldier. But anyways, he is probably, that's going to come down to one of those two guys. I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans just because of Rabel. And like I said, I'm not really too confident in that pick, but. I'm just leaning on a brand more, more. So that's why. Say it with me. Scream from the heavens. Put it on my gravestone. Fuck the Titans. <laughs> Taking Raiders. <laughs> the spread. I, I think it's a bounce back game for the Raiders after, you know, that chokeable loss uh, <laughs> against the, the Apollo running Kyler. Yeah, um, but, that gives me pause. Yeah, um, Raiders are five and one against the spread on their last six games when playing on the road against Tennessee. Um, so I'll be taking that. Um, Tennessee, their offense just looks lost right now. Derrick Henry, I've got twenty five yards on Monday Night Football. Like twenty five yards? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Malik, Malik might get put in the third quarter with Tannehill throwing those ducks out there. Where yeah. where's Trayvon Burks? Where, <laughs> where where's AJ Brown's replacement? Has anyone seen him? I drafted him in fantasy. AJ Brown certainly. Like that is ridiculous. But Raiders, I I believe bounce back. Devontae Adams, um, just absolute absurd route running. I no matter where he goes, his route running is impeccable. Um, so I'm just gonna stick with these Raiders. I like that. Right. That's an interesting one, Scrappy. All right. This one, I imagine, may have been bet up. The Chiefs are on this six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Colts. 
I mean, pretty much everyone and their mother is going to pick the Chiefs right here. So I'm imagining it's probably gone up. Um, well, no. I the Chiefs, man. The Colts have looked pretty bad, and the Chiefs look like they're, if we're being honest, the Chiefs and Buffalo are the two best teams so far to me. Uh, so I think the Chiefs will probably cover a pretty big spread. I'm going to say Chiefs slam the spread. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead, keep it nice, short, and simple. Um, yeah, Chiefs give me their spread five and a half because, oh my God, those injury reports. I'm not sure if the Colts have gotten people back, but they have already looked like they're in week 14 with this, those injuries they have. Um, their offense looked absolutely loud. They can't, they haven't won in Jacksonville, I believe, in six years, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's been a while, it's been a while. It, it's been a while. Has not won there. I'm afraid, though, I'm, I will be honest, I am afraid of the trap game because everyone in the runners will be on the Chiefs game. Um, and it, the line hasn't moved. The line's been at five and a half this whole week, and that's what I'm very, like, I've been noticing. Um, so I'm, I'm worried of a trap game. All right, we'll keep that on radar. Colts could bounce back. Colts could easily bounce back, I think. They may figure it out. Uh, we did this one. All right, Jalen, here we go, baby. The most interesting Minnesota-Detroit game that I can remember in some time, going into it at least. The Lions, six-and-a-half-point dogs at Minnesota. Don't know how different that is on FanDuel. Uh, line, yeah, line move with five-and-a-half. I lean the Lions. If you're going to give me the points, I I still think the Vikings, I lean them winning in a close game. But, like, Detroit's offense is too explosive for me not to take the points, for being honest. Like – if we're being honest, this is as, as far as like from a weapons and line perspective overall, like this is as good almost as what Jared Goff had on the Rams, being real. Like the Lions offense is pretty crazy. They have weapons everywhere. I think Minnesota will win. They're a better team. I just trust them more as an organization, but I'll take the points with the Lions. Um, you know, I'm going to have to take a side order of some crack with that, Colby. That's <laughs> um, you must be on that Cleveland pack right now as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to hit hit that Vikings plus six and a half. I know on FanDuel, I even have five and a half as, a, as well. It raised my eyebrows when I heard six and a half. And you know what? I'll still ride with my Vikings. I can see us winning that game by a touchdown at Minnesota, um, especially after we just got smacked and just absolutely embarrassed on primetime. This is Kirk Cousins at one o'clock. What else can I say? He's going to come back in prime fashion, ready to let it rip. Everybody's going to be looking beautiful. And then we're just going to forget what happened on Monday because that never happened. It was past, it was past four o'clock. Kirk Cousins doesn't play after four o'clock. We all know that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take a good line of that. I'm going back on the crack because I will be taking the cover gods of Detroit Lions. Um, they, they are cover gods um, from last season, and they continuously to rally behind MCDC. And Amaron St. Brown is – oh, that dude's a dog. That is a dog. dog. Yes. Um, yes. And DeAndre Swift has been revived, I believe so. Like his route his, – he's finding the holes now. Um, hard knocks, they were definitely going at him. Like, hey, you got to hit that hole hard but Detroit is five and one against spread in their last six games and as well give me the over in this game 52 and a half I do like that um I believe this will be a shootout um it's going to come down to the wire um so I'll be taking that jeez I like it a lot of points 
Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown is incredible. Um, so that'll be a fun one. Okay, and then right to you, Christian, sir. Ravens, three and a half point favorites at the Patriots. As much as I, you know, the Ravens, you're my rival and everything, but love the Ravens here, man. The Ravens are a far better team than the Patriots, we're being honest. Almost every other offense in the NFL besides the Steelers would have beaten the Patriots last week. So I love the Ravens here, even swallowing the points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and tally that as well. Um, especially after the game of Miami, if anything we showed, you guys are going to put up so much points. And I don't even know if the Patriots can do what Miami just did to even comp like compete with that type of production. So I'm going to go ahead and say Ravens and the points. Question, sir. How you feeling? Line has moved from um, one point to minus two and a half now. Really? Um, so yeah, I I will be putting a large wager on that. It just smells bounce back, and the Patriots have looked lost these past three, and they barely beat Pittsburgh. Um, so I, I don't understand how this line is that small. I, I truly don't understand it. So uh, lock that in, Baltimore minus two and a half. Yeah, I like that. I think the Ravens, we're, we're all in agreement on that. Love the Ravens there. This one is another gross one, but not uninteresting. The Bengals minus four and a half at the Jets. Not sure what that line looks like. I mean, the Bengals have to win a game eventually, right? Like, they're, gonna, they're not going to lose this game, right? I lead the Bengals again. Uh, even though they burned me last week. Uh, <laughs> you ready to hear the fan duel line, Colby? Yeah. It was minus six when I just when I wrote it down. Minus six. Okay. Yeah. So that does that change your answer at all? And how confident do you think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to burn you this time? No, because they also got embarrassed by the Jets last year. So there's no way the Bengals in their free falling state are going to like just lose to the Jets again when they have to win. Like I still see so much talent on the Bengals, and I just believe in Joe Burrow, even though I do hate the Bengals, and it would be funny if they just were completely terrible. But I feel like they have to win this game. They will. All right, Cole. Rename the quarterback that was playing against the Bengals last time. Yeah. It was uh, the Mike White, right? Yeah. <clears throat> this time you got someone that's even more elite. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say Joe Flacco is going to do what he does best in the AFC North and keep running that division. Okay, like he does best. He gave the Ravens a win, like he always does, and then he gave, and then he beat the Browns. Guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna beat the Bengals too, because just like he used to. And it's at New York. It's at New York, and I had this game as my biggest potential upset as well. Um, the recovery road is almost done for Zach Wilson. Joe Flacco's about to finish the job. I say, go Flacco, go. Christian, you want to break? This yeah. Flacco is showing up to be once again to show up whose father he is. <laughs> and he's become he already showed Cleveland he's daddy. And he's come to the Bengals and showing who their father is again. Feed me the Jets plus six. I am gonna be taking that. I I I respect the Steelers. Like the Steelers, I absolutely respect the hell out of them. Like it's a great rivalry. <laughs> the Bengals? The Bengals going to fuck off. I hate the Bengals. <laughs> Their fans, I hate them. Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, where are they? I haven't heard a peep out of them since this beginning of the season. That offense, 
I don't know how they look lost. They have the talent. And yeah. it's their line. He's dying. What is it? Laurel Collins saying, oh, I'm your bodyguard. You won't get sock. He's gotten sacked <laughs> about 12 times, if I'm not mistaken, already. He's a record. So I I'm gonna keep riding this train and keep stomping on their grave till you know the wheels fall off. Jets plus six. Last thing on this game. Flacco does win this game. You say Zach Wilson, they said the earliest he come back was week four against the Steelers. Week four. So if Flacco wins this game, you're two and one. He's just won two straight against the AFC North. You play the Steelers, you're like, well, if Wilson is like this was the first time he's gonna come back, you definitely are like, all right, give him one more week. And then if Flacco beats the Steelers, which I think, if I'm being honest, we all agree could happen. It could. I mean, if playing quarterback. It will happen. The Steelers have a horrible track record against bad teams with bad quarterbacks. Um, the, the, he's 3-1. and one. Zach Wilson is realistically healthy and back. But, like, if Flacco goes 3-1, and one, you can't go back to him, right? You have to at least wait for him to lose. I say, I say you keep going until, until he, like, loses two in a row. That, like, you have to keep riding the hot streak. Because when Flacco's hot – Flack was hot, man. It could have been January Joe right now, honestly. This is his January. <laughs> it already be January Joe. All right. Ooh. Oh, too much. One of my most interesting games of the week. Probably not one of the best bets of the week because not totally sure, but it's going to be fun. The Eagles minus six and a half at Washington. Wentz first game against the Eagles. Not nearly as fun as the one in Philly will be. He's at home, but still interesting matchup. I'm sure they'll want to hit him in the face. Um, I kind of lean Washington and the points. Not sure how much it's gotten up to, even though I do like Philly, just because I feel like division game like this, something weird could happen. Washington does have legit weapons. They could easily score some points. Um, that may be stupid, though. I swing on this one. Maybe Eagles will cover. What do you all think? I think Eagles will win, but I take the points. Being honest. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to be taking um, the Eagles as well. After that, and just compl- like I said, just after this the complete destruction of the Vikings, I'm going to go ahead and just ride with the Eagles, see if they keep riding this wave out as well, um, especially after last time when uh, the building literally collapsed on Jalen Hurts last time he was there. He brought the building down, literally. So, uh, oh, my Mitch with zero time left. That is just unfortunate anyways um <laughs> we're gonna go ahead yeah i'm gonna go ahead and end that with the eagles and their points i think they're gonna just roll them over just like they did the vikings so i'm actually going to this game live um, so oh, I, will, yes, I, will, I will be at fedex and knock that out my list I, I mean i had to do it at some point that will be venue number 16 out of my adventure of all the sport venues i've been to in the past year and a half um, don't have high hopes, but uh, it's a divisional game. Give me, give me the commanders. Give me the commanders in the plus more. The commies, man, running into the there. Like the offense is kind of sick. What? It doesn't throw it away. Their offense doesn't look terribly. I mean, it's Carson Wentz. He looks like a maniac out there. But you're also forgetting it's a revenge game, baby. And I love me a story. Revenge game, Carson Wentz against the Eagles. Give me the flyer. He hasn't scored a rushing touchdown in two years. Give me Carson West rushing touchdown. Ooh, in I like that. Mouth. <laughs> Plus 650. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Count the commies. Let's go. That's a crazy stat. That is a crazy stat. Uh, I'm guessing uh, we are almost almost out of time here, Cole. We got like uh, nine minutes, but I'm just sending it now. 
Okay. Right. We can go keep rolling. All right. Uh, oh, real quick, I do want to get Christian your thoughts on the Eagles, uh, like overall, since me and Jalen both love them. I feel like it'd be good to get a fresh perspective. Do you believe that, like, what do you think their ceiling is? Do you think, like, with Jalen Hurts, they can, like, make it to and or win a Super Bowl? Yeah. I, like, I love – I love them. Like, I love their team. Like, it's very hype. Um, I think people shit on Jalen Hurts a lot more than he get. Like, he does a solid job. I don't understand where a lot of this hate comes from. Probably because he is a hybrid quarterback, and somehow the old heads want to run the media and talk about hybrid quarterbacks. <laughs> um, but – I, I truly think, like, they're a talented team, but I just can't get over the fact of Sirianni. Like, I, I, I can't look at him and take him serious. I'm always afraid he's going to mess up. He just looks like a coach that will mess up under two minutes. Um, so I, I think their ceiling is at least get to the Super Bowl. I don't know, I don't know if they win it, but I, I, I think they can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think they'll win it, but I, I, I see you're in agreement. I like that. I will say – like, yeah, you're right. I'll say hand up. I was, I've already admitted on the show, but I was wrong about Jalen Hurts coming out. I did not really think he would be a good NFL quarterback, but like he's legit. And like the thing about the Eagles too, is just like their offense is like very unique, like with Jalen Hurts and the players they have and the schemes and the running rushing game, like there's really nothing like it. It's probably so difficult to prepare for, which I feel like is a huge advantage. And they're, they're kind of prepared in their offense, like around him kind of more than what last year's was. So it seems it seems more of a focal to his strong points. So hopefully they keep it up. Um, but um, I'm worried about teams peaking early. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. Another gross, but this is also another huge desperation game for both teams, really. More so for one. Saints at the Panthers. Panthers plus two and a half. The Saints, man, I they're definitely a better team. So maybe I'm being stupid to take the Panthers and a few points, but I feel like the Panthers are going to eventually figure it out and sneak a win. Um, they do have some talent. And Jameis, man, as much as I want to believe, he looked atrocious last week. So I lean the Panthers in the points, but that's I could go either way on that. All right. Um, gee. <laughs> Baker has burned me so many times. Already twice. <clears throat> I really want to really go ahead and try and ride the Panthers with you guys, or with you at least. Um, don't know what Christian's got yet, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to hope go with new Orleans. I'm going to ride with my gut feeling. I think, uh, last week was just, uh, you saw their defense contain Brady for three quarters to three points, um, until literally BS just happened all over the field. So I'm going to go ahead and say the saints get it all right back together. You know, they're not going to have to deal with the Tampa Bay defense. So Jameis hopefully doesn't have to have, a you know, nostalgia and try and throw three, you know, ridiculous interceptions and uh, does his thing, you know, gets the Saints rolling. And I hate to say that too. I hate to say that. Christian? It, it's at Carolina. It's got to win a one. I, I, I really want to get the Panther shot. Shout out my boy, Yitor. But, and I, and I love Baker. I think Baker got driven out of Cleveland with, I, Baker deserves love out of Cleveland. They've given him nothing but hate. I I, I truly don't understand it. Um, first of all, I think better, Baker's better than what he's given credit. However, stats are very against uh, Carolina. <laughs> Carolina is 0-9 against the spread in their last nine games. Carolina's 0-7 against the spread in their last seven games at home. 
Carolina is also 0-6 against the spread in their last six games against NFC opponents. Give me the Saints. I can't I can't argue with the stats right here. Uh, I think it's a bounce back game for Jameis. Um, and I think I think Alvin Kamara gets his first touchdown of the game as well in this game. That's wild. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I that means they're due though, Christian. They've lost all these. They, they gotta win one against the spread eventually. <laughs> Ah. All right. This one is interesting. Um, Jags minus seven and a half against at the Chargers. Or Chargers yeah. Seven. The Chargers have a far better roster. Um, so they'll probably smack them. But Justin Herbert, you know, he's a little bit hurt. He's a little rocked up right now. Uh, he's not 100%. Um, and you never know. The Jags have some weapons. And I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. He's going to turn a corner with this real coach. He looked great last week. Uh, but I still need the Chargers. They're a far better team. All right. This one, this one's going to probably go down as I've been trying to be, I've been seesawing on who should I put as my statement game. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put this one down as this one's going to be my statement game. And this one's going to be for the Jaguars. Okay. Um, I feel like Chargers are an AFC contender. We already know what they're made of, you know. Um, I feel like this would be a good time for us to see, hey, Jaguars, Dougie P, Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, uh, James Robinson. You guys ready to roll? You guys want to be a, a very gross AFC South playoff team? Because I can see you guys doing it this season, especially with all the grossness going around right now in the South. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, give me the points with the, it's a big spread. So minus, it's minus seven for the Chargers I got. So I'm going to go ahead and say Jags. Yeah. I think the Jags can cover that and potentially win a game, maybe. I'm just going um, to. I'm, 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 like I'm surprised the spreads at seven. I thought it would have been a lot more, but I believe that's just because we're done certainty of Herbert. Um, I figured this spread would be around a 10 range, double digits at least. But, I mean, credit to Jaguars as well. They've been playing some good football. Trevor Lawrence does look a little bit more comfortable. Of course, he does have his little nicks here and there. Christian Kirk, all credit to him. I have shit on that man. And when he got that contract and started the domino effect of all the wide receivers, I was crapping all over the zone. But he's he's done a solid job. Like, he's been a good wide receiver one for Trevor Lawrence. Um, But, however... I'm going to be under the assumption that um, Char- Herbert's going to start. I'm going to take the Chargers minus seven actually on FanDuel right now. So it's dropped a point from the beginning of the week. Um, and as well as Jacksonville is 0-9 against the spread in the last nine games against the Chargers. <laughs> this right. is Dougie C. I don't know what Dougie P is against the spread, but I, I'm confident against it. I like that. This would be a huge win, though, for the Jags. You're right, Jalen. What would be a huge win. It would be a huge Statement one, um, but it could also be a repeat of you know. Remember last year, the Bills lost to the Jaguars. Bro, high, so. This could be a repeat. I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Because I, I, I think, uh, I think Dougie P is a little bit. Hopefully, has more uh, consistency and yeah. Trying to look for the right word for uh, control besides you know control, <laughs> but. You know, Hopefully, yeah, you know. He doesn't He doesn't pull Urban Meyer on the way. Urban back. Meyer tendencies, yeah. We'll just say that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, last thing on that one. I'll say this. Um, I do think if Jacksonville wins this game, they're realistically the favorites to, in their division. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. Just be because you're like, well, like Trevor Lawrence is developing and they just have, even though they don't have the best roster, they have by far the best quarterback. And so they're just going to win it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, man. Jag, this, the AFC South is gross. <laughs> it's gross. It's a very gross division right now. It's it, And it the AFC South, I feel like, has always been like this. I, I <laughs> It's always been this gross. Yeah, the Titans never impressed me these last couple seasons. I agree. No. Yeah. All right. This is another fun one. The Arizona Cardinals are getting three and a half at home against the Rams. I'll be honest here. Despite all the nonsense, I love Arizona in this game. How are they three and a half point dogs at home? Like, that looked good. And Arizona can do amazing things offensively when Kyler's in his zone. I've seen him, even though I've seen the Rams kick his ass, I've seen him kick their ass too. It's a division game. Um, so, yeah, I, the Cardinals getting points at home here with how the Rams have looked so far. I love it. Love the cards. That's one of my locks of the week, actually. Oh, okay. Cool. We can get that. We'll go ahead and get that first one out the way for you. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the cards as well. Uh, I was very disappointed in Mariota in that very final throw because it went to Jalen Ramsey. Not even. I'm not much of a big fan. I know he's a dog. I mean, I'll give him his respect and flowers, but I'm still not. Sorry, Jalen. Continue with your uh, point there, sir. Uh, right. I don't even know what game were we even talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, cards and the Rams. Cards and the Rams. All right. So yeah, you just lock in the cards like you were just saying. Um, I was gonna ride with the cards as well, just because of the Rams. They barely skate. They barely survived the opposite end of the twenty-eight to three. Curse almost got moved off the Falcons, but they're the Falcons, so it stays with them. Um. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say at least – I'm going to say the cards with the points at least. So I do like the fact that they're, they're plus three. Um, I'm, uh, give me the Rams because McVay is Cliff's father. Um, I believe the cards are one in ten under the McVay era. <laughs> so he – Cliff hasn't done his uh, best record with L.A. And I, I'm, I'm going to ride with that. It's uh, three and a half on the FanDuel. So give me the Rams. I don't know, man. Marcus Mariota was moving that, doing some things against that Rams defense. I was doing that, yeah. And, I, and now that you mentioned that, I do like the over in this game. The over in this game is 48 and a half. That would be fun. That does sound fun. Yeah, this... All right. Working our way through the 4 o'clock slate. Easily the worst matchup of the day. The yeah. team's in the tank off for Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, or whoever you like. Some may presume. We'll see, though. The 0-2 Falcons at the 1-1 Seahawks. Falcons plus 1.5. I like the Falcons here, man. I still think the Falcons are the are better team, despite uh, Seattle having a win over Russ. I, I like the Falcons here. That may be stupid, but I like the Falcons. Um, so we got – I got FanDuel. This is Seattle plus 1 for just my source. Um, yeah. And I'm going to take the Falcons anyways as well, though. I, I, want, I, want, I want to win for the Falcons. That's – I've seen the Geno Smith collapse already. Um, they're a little two-faced. I don't know if they're going to come out with that same heat as they did against the Broncos for will they do for the pet for the Falcons. So, and the Falcons they put up a good fight these last couple of games. They really were one score out for both of them. So they're really getting some. Uh, I'm trying to think of another team that was you know one score games both a lot last year. 
I mean, this very Vikings-esque, but Mariota's not like Kirk Cousins, so I'm going to calm down on that take real fast. But, I mean, I do like the Falcons. They're keeping it scrappy, um, and I, they're giving me the vibes of Lions last year, you know? So that's what I'm going to stick with. I'm going to say keep me that, keep giving the vibes. The Falcons win this game. Don't lose it, please. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Jalen. They're, they're very scrappy, and I like it. Like I, I thought, I honestly like thought they were going to be a lot worse coming out. But with Mariota at home, they they look kind of fun. Like they showed us that in the Rams game. Give me the Falcons minus one. It's a team ride right here. Um, Seattle got awful. I got I, they look off. I'm sorry, but I I cannot give I, you can you can't pay me amount of money to take Geno Smith at helm. I, I can't take him serious. I mean, I understand the Russell game. That was. Uh, that we'll we'll talk about those later, <laughs> but I I like I like the Falcons. They're, they've been they've been wonderful to watch for now for now for now. I I hope this doesn't bite me that, but you know, really doesn't come in the fourth quarter. But it's it, it's a Bryce Young and CJ Stroud race game. Even though I I personally really 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 don't like Bryce Young, I think he will be an absolute bust. You can take me on that. I hate I hate Bryce Young. Um, I, I think he's the worst Heisman winner of all time, and Seattle will get Bryce Young. Yeah, I hope Seattle gets him, and I hope uh, Desmond Ritter gets a shot next season, to be honest. I'm a big Desmond Ritter yeah. fan, and I'm going to stick with that because my Kellen Montek went down south. So it's time to go up for a new quarterback, and that's going to be Desmond Ritter. I think he's going to be all the hype now. Um, all right, Cole, what's the next game we got? I like Desmond Ritter as well. All right, big boy, America's Game of the Week on Fox. Yes. Packers are a two and a half point road dog at Tom Brady in the Bucks. I mean, Rogers, he's been in Tampa Bay, and I don't see any reason why he would start now. So I like the Bucks minus two and a half. I don't even, the defense is better. Rogers doesn't trust his young guys. So I like the Bucks. I'm taking the pack because this was the other team that I was seesawing on to make a statement game this, seat, this week. Um, I'm going to say, Packers, this is your first out-of-division game, um, and it's a big one. You know, you might as well consider it a division game because everyone wants to compare you guys to playoff expectations. This is pretty much a playoff preview in many people's eyes, including mine. Um, Packers, can you, with this new receiving core, and Rodgers, you know, iffy-wiffy feelings, can you guys get past the – Stone Cold Brady Bucks, who just picked up Cole Beasley over Julian Edelman. You know, they even give Edelman a thought. Apparently, Edelman said he didn't even get a call when they signed Cole Beasley. So, man, yeah. So uh, uh, putting that out there, they are going stone cold this season. Brady has no feelings for anybody. He is trying to win, but this is where Packers ayahuasca trip comes in. He has feelings now, and Packers are a little bit more willing to win and adapt to anything. So I'm saying Packers plus one and a half because that's what I got on my source. Um, I believe both of these teams have had similar stories coming in, into the season as well as transparent these past two games. They have question marks everywhere, I would say. Um, the very uncertainty on both sides of the ball. Um, kind of expected a little bit more out of them. Um, I mean, you could say that Tom – had his little struggles with the Saints, but, you know, of course, beat down because of, you know, Jameis. But the, he he's looked good and bad at the same time. And you can say the thing, same thing about Rodgers from the first game. 
Um, looked a lot better, of course, because it's the Bears, and the Bears are the son of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm gonna lean Packers with the points here. I, I, I think, I think just because the Lambo factor. Um, actually, no, it's not at Lambo. At Tampa. At Tampa. <laughs> I'm still taking. That actually, that actually, cha- I'm actually changing my decision just based based on that. <laughs> Tampa, one and a half. Um, last time, last time they um they played there, I believe was two years ago, and. Worked um, them. The stomped them. Worked them. Yeah, because that yeah. was supposed to be like this one. Because t- Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be like, oh yeah, this is my conference, and Brady's like, sit down, boy. He literally told him to sit down. He ran the yard with him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now I expect Rodgers to put up the regular se- season win this time, and Brady to get the playoff win on part of his retirement tour. You know, Tampa is four and one against the spread in their last five games. Um, Tampa's six and one straight up in their last seven games, and Tampa's as well as five and zero against the spread in their last five games against NFC North opponents. Well, you know the NFC North has some tough elite quarterbacks. Okay, so I, I'm going to take that last one very lightly. As long as Brady's not playing in prime time when he gets sleepy, because I know it's past his bedtime at that age. Like, I'll 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 take Brady. What? I mean, <laughs> I mean that that's a, that's a tough debate now. Now we have to. Now I have a question. It's uh, it's pretty out of the question, actually. Who's going to be worse in prime time, Kirk Cousins or Brady at this point? Right. It's going to be Kirk. Kirk <laughs> I think that one's pretty obvious of the answer. But <laughs> if we're going off of sleepy schedules, <laughs> I respect it. All right, we're all so we all like the Bucks. All right, this one we call this the uh, the battle of the prestigious Western brands. Who are oh so proud franchises, but you know they've been a little bit down in the dumps lately. But even though being good, but haven't quite got what they want. The Niners at the Broncos. Russell Wilson, hello old friend, one and a half point dog at home. I like the Niners here, man. The Broncos have not look good at all. Oh yeah, Broncos are in panic mode already in week three. I love the name. I'm already loving the fact the fans are counting down the play clock for their coach. Really shows that they trust their guy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and another team that I hate to ride for, man, and I have to ride with them this week. Uh, it's the 49ers. I think that one's going to be getting out of hand very fast when you have a Shanahan who's coming back to Colorado. Remember, he grew up here. He grew up like he legitimately grew up here while his dad was building a dynasty in the 90s. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 49ers by a landslide. <laughs> give me give me the Niners too. Like I I just can't take this cornball of what he's doing. I'm not sure if y'all saw, but he he made a video just like how Brady does his post game videos. Yeah, he did I've it. Seen Russell Wilson's video. He did it bar by bar. He did it bar by bar on the videos. Yeah. And with Jimmy back at helm now, they, uh, I feel bad for Trey, man. If he saw those videos of how the line was laughing with Jimmy, pat him on the head. You sexy motherfucker, you're back in the line. (laughs) They have their swagger back in Denver. It's just a lost soul. Hackett is like a Walmart version. Well, coincidentally, they are owned by the Walmart owner. Version of Mike McCarthy with his time management. What is he doing? What is he doing with his time management? He has. What was the first game where he wasn't calling any timeouts and sent out his kicker to hit us? 
65-yard field goal? What? You have so much time on clock, and you have Russell Wilson, you're not going to do that. And in the second game, you have the fans calling down the play call because you guys can't figure out how to play on your own home field. What is this? I had so much higher expectations for the Broncos, and they are just doing this. Uh-uh. You know what's crazy about all that? Their Super Bowl odds are still, like, I think, in the top ten. And they could easily figure that. it out, but it looks really bad. <laughs> no, I, it, it's, it's not going to gel. Not this season, at least. That is a huge match. I, I do think – I know, Jalen, we talk about how, how I've slowly come around to uh, Nick Wright. One of his best takes that I love that he has is he's like, when you're interviewing a head coach for a job, it sounds stupid and like, like a joke, but you should, like, make them play Madden, like, play a game and prove that they know how to manage, like, the last two minutes in the fourth <laughs> And, like, actually manage the clock. Because legitimately, like – Dude, if that was the case, I'd get a job in the NFL real quick. <laughs> That's like terrible managing the clock. You know, I don't. I truly don't understand it. Like, how how do you mess up that bad with timeouts? You have three, three. And Yo, the, one. I like there are any secrets to manage the clock. Playing cheap now, Colby. You got to explain the Steelers' cheap play that you guys just did on Kenneth Walker. What is this? Like, yeah, what is this cheap play? A cheap play. He just got hurt. Bro, he's in a plane. Oh. He's getting carted off the field. How is oh, yeah, that no, he might be done for the year. It looked pretty bad. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We're 10 minutes behind you. So you're... Yeah, no, they already gave Mitch the ball back. It's But it is sad. <laughs> they already gave Mitch the ball back. I, mean, no, I feel terrible ball. for him. I honestly didn't see, like, the full hit. I was, like, looking at the computer screen when it happened. I looked up and saw he was injured. But, Dude, he just like he like put him down, and then he just like body slammed on him after the fact that he like pinned him down. Like he, he got looked down at him and said, "I'm gonna body slam you." Like he took a, a second look. He's on the ground. Let me just throw all my body weight on top of him. Yeah. yeah. But you know. Anyways, <laughs> that's that's bad. That's terrible. Uh, but yeah. All right. Ooh. Speaking of gross rivalries that uh, have their most interesting matchup in years. The New York football giants at home on Monday night football, two and a half point favorites against the Cooper rush Dallas Cowboys who somehow have a little bit of hope after last week. Woo. Come on giants. You got to get this one, baby. I like the giants here. It's still Cooper rush. Let's not get crazy. I'm going to roll with you. Uh, Brian Dable's got these boys running. Saquon Barkley leading the league, league in rushing. He's uh, if he's out there. He's doing his thing, and I like it. So I'm gonna go ahead and ride with the Giants, especially with a uh, you know, just it's. Uh, I'm not trying to rush to any judgment. You know, I'm trying to strike gold, not Cooper. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, the Giants as well. Word around the street is that this is gonna be a whiteout game. Feed me oh. New York Football Giants, baby. They are. They, well, they were entertained to watch in the first game. Second game, not so much. It was like field goal central against the Panthers. But female Giants, Saquon's playing on, I think he's revival mode. Um, I believe Saquon's going to be all over this game. It just smells Monday Night Football, Saquon. Um, but Dable's got these boys playing. He's got yeah. them. Playing. They, they seem, they, they have a little bit more swagger to them. Um, it seems a little different. Dallas, um, don't get me wrong, Cooper. Cooper Rush, he might he might be QB one. He might be QB. He might take Dax. 
might take Dax as well. Come on now. Come on now. Let's... I like it. No, it's keep going. I like it. No, no. Dude, he, you mean to tell me Cooper Rush had one opening drive and he drove down the Bengals' neck and Dak couldn't do that? 20 points in the game. Let's not like you're acting like he. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just just yeah. join, just join the dark side. Take Cooper Rush, be his fanboy. Yeah, gotta join it, Colby. I think it is time for the new regime. No, it's it's just back to for Tony Romo. It's all coming back. It's all a succession. So it's the next man up. And Cooper Rush, hey man, if he balls out, I'm with Christian. He could be better. He might Dak might be in trouble, man. I mean, Dak might be in trouble, man. You, you know, it's so Let easy to cross contracts too, Colby. They're the Dallas Cowboys. Money is let the show America. They y'all, uh, they y'all wanted to y'all want to hype up your boy Cooper Rush, and yet you both picked uh, Daniel Jones and the Giants to beat him and cover the spread, two and a half, a two and a half point spread. Uh, we <laughs> have a point spread. You can have a good game. The Giants will still cover, all right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but they, CD CD needs to, I think, take that another step. I mean, CD's been playing good, but I feel like he hasn't been that, like, true number one. Um, so I'm hoping a lot more out of CD as well as Ezekiel. Ezekiel, if he pulls out the Power Rangers um, helmet again, he's going to need to get the end zone for my fantasy team. All right. I like that. Okay. So now, Christian, I'm sure you pretty much know what we're going to do here. But to wrap, as we uh, went through all the games, so we're going to give all give our three locks of the week. Christian, if you have three, you can do three as well or however many you want to do. And then if you got any best bets you like after, as far as like over-unders, player props, anything like that, you, you got the floor on that. So, uh, who want to go first? Uh, well, I guess I already said my one lock of the week was uh, the – what did I say it was? The, the Cardinals. So, uh, either of y'all got a lock you want to throw out there and claim? We'll take, take turns on this. Give me, yeah. give, give me Baltimore minus two and a half. That is absolutely – Pussy top of the lock. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go ahead. I'm putting down the Eagles for my one lock. Okay. That's going to be my first lock. It's going to be the Eagles. I think they're going to they're going to steamroll those commanders. All right. I like that. Um, if I can get the next one, then I'm taking the Texans as my second lock, plus the two and a half. Y'all heard my spiel. I love the Lovey Smith revenge game. It's gross. Don't get me wrong, but I like the Texans and the points on the road as a lock. Feel good about that. Um, give me, give me the Chargers minus seven. I think, I think they got this easy with the Jacks, uh, especially if Herbert is good to go. I think even if hurt Herbert, they should win by at least ten. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say Pretty Boy Garoppolo. He's going to come out there and put the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett even more on blatant notice. So, and I'm probably going to go ahead and put down, this is probably my big lock of the week. All it's right. going to be the 49ers. I don't know why they're only minus one and a half. <laughs> I'm going to steak. I'm going to stomp on that right away after this, probably. <laughs> I like it. All right. Jalen, if you want, you can, since you had to go, you went last, you can play in your third one if you want. I can go last on this if you want. All right, all right. Um, dang, putting me on the spot right away. <laughs> I really, Christian really got me scared of thinking about a trap game, and it's still it's still hovering over the Chiefs and Colts. Mm. That's such a Matt Ryan game if he actually wins that. I can already, I can already smell it. So I'm going to stay away from it. 
and I'm going to double down on what I said on uh, one of my potential statement game people. That's going to be the Packers. I'm going to double down on the Packers plus one and a half. So I think these young, I think the whole receiver problem is an over is an overrated thing. I think uh, they got two beasts in the backfield, and Robert Tunyon is you know just another tight end that Aaron Rodgers created. So um, I think I'm going to double down on the Packers for my third lock. All right, I like that. For for my third lock, I'm gonna go with um, the over in the Bills and Dolphins game at 52 and a half. Um, think. Think they'll think they'll lock it in right there um, because it's, it's a divisional game. Two hot teams, probably probably two of the hottest teams in the NFL besides the Eagles, I would say, with all clicking on all cylinders. So, I think this will be a rowdy matchup between the two down in Hard Rock. So, hopefully that goes well with them. If not, we might be due for a stinker, which I <laughs> really hope it doesn't. Or a classic old old Dolphins game would have been. All right, All right. Let's that. Um, if I'm picking out of these remaining ones, you know, from being honest, I'll go, I'll make my third one. Fuck it. I'll ride with the – I'm going to bleep that out. I'll ride with the New York Giants uh, minus the two and a half, my final lock. <laughs> I won't make it on one and one on, but I will uh, – I'll put it in as my third lock. I Come on now. Cooper Rush winning two games in a row. This is the most – going to be the most rowdy – Electric crowd at the Meadowlands in years, baby. 2 and 0. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a hype environment. Who's your uh, ultimate lock for the week, Colby? Who's your guarantee or the one that you have the most confidence in? Has to be, has to be the one I have my best spiel on. I'll, I'll take the Texans plus the oh. ultimate lock of the week. No offense to the Bears, no disrespect to Justin Fields, but love the Texans. That's my favorite bet of the week. I thought you just said your best feel, and I honestly just thought that would have been the Giants, not going to lie. <laughs> you are going to say the oh, Giants. Was like, Damn. <laughs> all right, all right. Christian, you're sticking with the Ravens as your main Ra- lock? Ravens are my super lock. It just spells bounce back all over. Oh, especially at that line, I can't just pass it up. At two and a half. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Niners as my super lock. Um, so earlier, we're going to go ahead, and I got a couple little prompts for us to finish on. Then Christian's got a couple as well, Colby. Um, so mine already previewed a couple of them. My biggest upset of the week, I already said the Jets. Do you guys have any potential biggest upsets? Hmm. Or what would you think would be Jets? Jets, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So the Jets still riding with the Jets being over the Bengals. I like it, Colby. I mean, if we're going for like a like a true underdog upside, I mean, I'll I'll say it. that's tough. I almost want to say the Colts, but I kind of feel like that's stupid. Uh, I'll say I'll say Detroit as my biggest potential upset. No disrespect, Jay. Big line, big line. I like it. No, there's a big line there. I look at the offense, man. It's just like they got real real dudes out there this is the best offense i've ever seen the detroit lions have it's only two games but i don't think that's an overreaction just based on the personnel there's a reason jamar chase amazing there's a reason why the debate was should you pick him or penny Sewell. penny Sewell is an insane tackle man that dude is a mom insane he's 21 i'm pretty sure amazing <laughs> yeah he's good. he's pretty good he's pretty good and the uh, the bank story actually right now coming out from the lions camp is a. Uh, their six-round pick linebacker 
who's turning heads in the last couple of weeks as the number one defensive rated player, I think, right now among all rookies. Yeah, all so just, uh, just uh, you know, just a little heads turning on the <laughs> six round, a six round gem. That's uh, always a head turner. Can't, can't um, figure out uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo from Hard Knocks, dude, the linebacker. Dude, that guy's a dog. <laughs> yeah, I think that's who it is, too. Uh, I don't know the name off the top of my head, but I just know that that was that, this just a six-round pick just going off. Um, so, statement game. This is the one that I was talking about earlier. Packers. Will the weather was going to be the Packers or Jags for me. Which statement game do you think? Which team needs this statement game the most? Needs this it week? the most? Not needs it, but which one do you think will be, you know, if they win, it's like, oh, my goodness, that's a big statement from them. Um, actually, you know what? I'll say the Commanders. The more I think about it, if they sneak Philly in the NFC East, if they sneak Philly and look at the rest of the NFC, it doesn't look amazing. If they win this game, you're like, oh, the commanders, like they could legitimately make the playoffs if they can beat Philly and they have some real pieces. So I'll say, and for Wentz, this would mean a lot to him. Uh, so I'll say the commanders biggest. I like that. That's a fun one. I like that. Christian, what you got? I'm got the, if I, if I were to pick the same thing, I would pick the commanders. Cause like, that would be a huge statement, like coming off the hot Eagles. But I'll, I'll go with I'll go with the Dolphins though. The Dolphins pull off the upset against the Bills. That that's gonna be huge. The Tua Nation is gonna be going. Tua Nation is gonna take the country by storm. Tua taking over the country. <laughs> um, I guess that one that one pretty much sneak speaks into my final one. Big performers of the game. Big performers. Um, and that one for me is gonna be Tua. And the Dolphins, I think they're going to have a big week if they were to, if they have to win this game. Obviously, um, I picked them in the for my leans. I guess you can say I leaned over them for our picks. So I'm going to go ahead and ride with that. Um, big performance coming out of Miami. I'm feeling it. What you guys got? So just like an individual or a team team performance. Either or, whichever one you're comfortable with. As far as someone, a team that it would mean a lot to, this was also a team I thought about for a statement and we talked about him, but I'm going to say him anyway. I'll say, I'll say Trevor Lawrence himself, uh, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson to make it more interesting. Not the rest of the Jags so much, but if they beat the Chargers or at least hang right there with them and look like they belong, you feel like, okay, the rest of this roster still definitely has a lot of holes, but they have definitely got the coach and they've definitely got the quarterback. That's a good place to be, especially in that division. So I think I'll say the Jags, Trevor Lawrence. I think he has a big performance. I don't know if he wins, but if he does, I don't think he will. But if he does, that would mean a lot. And that's a big, big statement. I think I'm about to go with Matt Ryan, the Colts. If Matty Ice can pull off this like trap game, which I like, it literally has trap game written all over it. Yes. I think I think we're gonna have to start thinking of now. Like Colts, Colts might be back in this, which they can easily be back in a terrible division <laughs> one game against the Chiefs could change everything yeah I like that Colts that if the Colts show up and uh actually adhere to the trap rules I think uh that that will be a especially a reality check to the Chiefs mate kingdom because they always ride so high and mighty so mm-hmm. just to, that, just to knock them down a notch you know I like that it me too I like so. that they do uh do ride high high and mighty all right, so Christian, you got a couple of more topics for us to, before we close out here. What you got for us, man? Yeah, so uh, typically it hasn't been named public, but I have a parlay where it's called They're Due. 
Um, it's the TD parlay I've hit. It's fair from us from last season. I would send it out to the guys. It would it had probably a good sixty percent hit rate. Okay. Um, it's usually consists of three guys um, that I feel confident about. I kind of make it into two two people at a time if the most I feel most confident about, such as in week one. I made a Bateman and Baker Mayfield parlay that got me three hundred bucks. I could have hit. I could have hit for eight hundred if CD would have got it on week one. Last week, I hit two out of three. Sadly, um, if George Pickens would have caught a touchdown, probably would have made another eight hundred dollars. But I had Mark Andrews, and I believe who else was on that parlay? It was Mark Andrews and Kyler Murray as well. So, so this week I'm gonna go back. It's not the biggest of odds, but I feel like these guys are all due for their touchdown. So we're going to go with Dalvin Cook, first touchdown of the year. Dalvin Kamara for his first touchdown of the year. And a spicy one, Juju will get his first touchdown of the year against the Colts. Plus 700, so 10 bucks to win, 73 bucks. Wow. And then – my flyer pick of the week, which is one where I pick where it usually has plus 500 up in the odds, will be the game I will be going to live. Carson Wentz, on <laughs> touchdown, plus 650. Doesn't, probably not going to hit, but it will be electric to watch and root for. How many touchdowns? There's one rushing touchdown. A rushing touchdown, yes. You have to rush one in. He might do it. Okay. I oh love God. that, especially the environment situation it's in right now. Revenge game, like I love storyline games uh, trending. If you give me a storyline, I'll probably bet on it. I like it. I'm with that. I made Lovey Smith my bet of the week. Um, no, those are good, Christian. I really like that three person parlay. I, I could see all three of those dudes. Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty efficient with them. I usually just go. This is the only bets I usually make off feelings, and it's just gone based on their due like none of these guys have had their first touchdown of the season so yeah that is, i'm looking at their names that you said man and it's crazy to think about besides juju juju i understand but cooking juju, juju, juju was kind of just to get the odds a little bit more higher but yeah the colts who had christian kirk on all over them so maybe juju gets open for one um so that's what i'm just going off base but i'll catch one of that oh. like that i mean yeah you gotta like it i mean especially like i said the coke cook and kamara one those are it's, that's uh, that's just devastating how they haven't gotten a rushing touchdown yet. Well, that is this week's their due touchdown parlay. Like that Christian, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, well, that was some some quality uh quality stuff we just went Before, through. Final thoughts, Colby. Yeah. Well, actually, I was gonna say, uh, I want to do a quick little game with Christian. Uh, oh. Um, just on something that you and I talked about a lot in the off season, but I did say it was one of my, my most interesting storyline this year. So I was curious to pick your thoughts, Christian. Uh, how would you rank going forward the uh, six quarterbacks from the draft last year? Trevor Lawrence, Mack, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Davis Mills, and all them guys. God. You don't think about it too much, but like, I mean, I see me. Who, who's who would you say is the best one for sure? That's really hard. Who? It's all six. Am I missing one? So we have Mac, Trey, Justin, Davis. Who am I missing? Uh, Justin Fields, Trey, Lance, Mac, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, and Mills, and Mills. Give me still Mac at one for now. Ooh, hard disagree. Continue. Um, 
<laughs> Give me God. This is this is really harder than I expected. Because <laughs> not no one's really like not amazing. <laughs> not amazing. <laughs> you know what? Give me Trevor too. Davis at three. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> Zach Wilson four, Justin Fields five. Trey Lance last. Trey Lance. I, I just haven't seen anything. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna have to put him last just because I haven't like we saw what uh, six quarters worth of him. I, I can't I can't rank him yet. Yeah. That's fair. Me and Jay will talk about this a lot. We debated Trey Lance like the whole offseason, and now he's not even going to play. I believe in him, but you are right. At this point now with the injury, like you do have to put him last just because all those guys have played so much more, even yeah. though I do believe in him more because of the situation and the talent. I have – me and Jalen, I think, agrees with me that we both think Trevor Lawrence is the best. I think he'll be – by the end of the year, it'll be pretty by far. I don't like Mac as much as you do. I agree with you on Mills. I would probably have him three, two or three. I would have Fields two or three. I honestly still do like Fields. I just think he's being screwed over. By his I, I like Fields. It's just his, his system. I it's, it's really the Bears. <laughs> and then I would probably say Mac and Zach. I, I just do not like Mac Jones, man. Like, he was good last year, but, like, I don't feel like he's going to get any better. Like, he was not impressive against Pittsburgh. That is, He's not the reason we lost. He's a, he's a frail one. He's a frail <laughs> one. I, he, he'll, he, I don't think he'll be there much longer, but I'm just going off last season i respect it he played he played he played i would say your way above average yeah he definitely had a good rookie year yeah all right that was an exciting week any of y'all appreciate the game final thought um come back to me y'all give your final thoughts first final thoughts christian um i need the, I need Nick Chubb to get into the end zone and as well as the Steelers to cover seven and a half for $400. Um, right now, it looks like Cade York is lining up. Let's see if the, it looks like the win has died down. Please, miss. <laughs> They're just zooming in on the, on the polls. I love that. Not looking good for the spread right now. If, if Nick Chubb scores next, because then it's what six. Uh, I mean, let the Steelers touch down to feel a little bit more comfortable, and hopefully Nick Chubb gets an end zone. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I need a. I still need a Nick Chubb touchdown for me to feel comfortable. I need, I need Nick Chubb. I need Nick Chubb. My final thoughts here today: um, Eagles, please beat the Commanders, so that way the Vikings' loss doesn't look that embarrassing. Please win. <laughs> Please that way it doesn't look that bad on our end. If Carson Wentz runs one in, you will see a video of me probably chugging along some beers at FedEx. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> Colby, final thoughts. I love it. My this final is- thought, I have to go back to Baker Mayfield. I know we talked about it a little bit before, Jalen, but I, I'll say officially I'm on the edge of the ship. I haven't jumped off the ship yet, but I am looking over the railing. I am standing right there. I'm thinking about about this climb up on top of the railing and just go for it. So he really needs to do good this week, or I think after all this time. <laughs> See, I found Sam Darnold on? Sam I might give up on him for good if he doesn't deliver this week. I'll be on the giant ship was the perfect timing. And I think you, this will be a perfect timing for you to jump off the ship for the Saints. But we'll find out, Cole. You're the lone wolf of that take. All right. I love it. Good stuff, boys.
Woo! Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.